Hey, everybody, and welcome back again to the Eye Opener Society. What's up? That's Hannah. I'm Gary. We're stepdad, stepdaughter team. Um, before we go into the show, I just want to announce I, this month I've been doing a lot of research. I've been playing with our analytics and everything else. And I just want to reiterate basically what the Eye Opener Society is, what we are about. Um, we Listen, we deal with everyday life. We're just two regular people. Uh, we have no degrees. We don't have any kind of uh, backing. You know, we're all in our own fields that we keep private. But Hannah and I, we do. We experience a lot when it comes to work, life, challenges and all. And that's what we're focusing on because we see things in a much bigger scale and a higher perspective. And we're trying to teach people basically how to be a better self. I used to have a podcast. All I talked about was meditation and it's always something that's on my mind and it's very important to me. And I think everybody else should reach out and try it. But I'm at the point now where I no longer meditate. I actually live in a constant state of meditation. It's, it's a state of mind at this point. So I see things on a different perspective at all times. And that's what our show is always about. And I wanted to do this because I know there's always going to be new listeners popping in every now and again. And I really do appreciate that. We always appreciate our audience very much. But like I say, we've been dealing a lot with social media, trying to get our you know podcast out more. Social media does not um, actually help. The platforms suck. Like Facebook actually sucks. While we deal with things like real life, we deal with conspiracies because, hey, listen, conspiracies, as you're going to learn from this show, is actually a part of life. And we also deal with fun stuff. Every now and then we throw an idea out there. That's why we had paranormal February. And even that too, we overwhelmed ourselves with it to the point where we quickly ran dry and we want to apologize for that because those of you who are really into it, you got to understand, we just don't do research. We're an unscripted show. Um, That's why we had guests in to help us out. But when Hannah and I sit and talk about ourselves, there's only so much we can give you. That's why we like changing the topic up all the time. Yeah, we just like we get on a topic. We're like, hey, cool. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's how Hannah and I are in real life. We sit down and we talk and we share things. We could be brutally honest with each other. And we just enjoy that. We enjoy that time. And so we wanted to experience that in a podcast where we sit down put the headphones on and we bring it out to the audience. And you should be checking out our show behind the eyes too as well and that's on youtube we started doing a monthly show at the end of every month it's basically a wrap-up show it's a behind the scenes where we could get down and talk to you a little bit about all the ideas the concept how they came about what went on when we're doing the shows and then we stick something else in there every now and then just to be fun to break things up you get to see hannah and i as we really are in person, that's how we run that show as opposed to doing the podcast, which is only slightly more serious and nothing crazy because we are unscripted and things happen and we just roll with it. We do. So tonight we're, we're going to talk about something um, as far as real life goes. And most people I'm pretty sure are going to relate to this. We are becoming an automated society. And the scary thing about that is we are allowing this to happen. I don't see why we are. I don't understand why we 
become so blind to the things that are going on. That's why I say you get labeled a conspiracy theorist and all, but yet things are happening. They're so true. It's actually going on. And then when it hits you and it actually happens to you and you're looking and you're so aggravated, but then you realize this wasn't a conspiracy. These are things that are going on. But what do we mean by an automated society, right? How many times or how many places do you have your bank account or a debit card linked to something or, you know, everything's asking for it now, right? Literally everything. Hey, you want to read this article? Put your credit card information in. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm literally just trying to read the news. Exactly. But this is how, and people are doing it though. They, I mean, here, okay, here's my debit card. Like, you know. Isn't that literally insane though? For it news. Mm-hmm. News. Right. And, and you're right. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, sometimes you, like I'll look on the phone and, it says, and it'll give you the headline and it's, oh, it captivates you. So you hit it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, subscribe to read this article. What about if it was an article telling you where to go in an emergency? So like, exactly you, my point. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. But this is where we become that automated society. We automatically put our credit card information. We give our bank account information. Yeah. Our debit card is attached to everything. Don't forget all of your TV shows, all those platforms that you're on. They all have access to it. So, But what's the big deal, right? We've come so far in society. It's a matter of convenience, and that's how they get you. It's a matter of convenience, and we all love the convenience of it. We all love the convenience of just having to turn on the TV, and all of a sudden, we're paying for TV. Because I remember a time we did not have to pay for TV. Advertisers paid for TV. Hell yeah. But now- we have cable companies and then the cable company split and then there's different platforms now for that. And now you got to buy different channels and everybody says, well, why don't I just pay for the channels I want? So they broke those up too. And now we're, we want all the channels and we want to pay more than we did. They gotcha. Every single way. I don't even have cable anymore. I'm tired of them bitches. Exactly. It's just, it, it becomes insane, but I want to prove a point on this one because Hannah and I had a real experience. Um, yes. Started with you. It did start with me. Tell, tell me the story. So I get this random letter in the mail. Well, actually back it up. I got my mail one day in January. Um, and somehow this letter ended up in my junk drawer in my kitchen. Everyone has one. Um, even a person with OCD anyway. Um, and I'm like going through the drawer the other, I think it was like last week. And um, I come across this letter and I'm like, you know what? It's from the insurance. I should really open it. So I opened it and tell me why my auto insurance sends me a letter. We have been notified that Gary, insert May. last name, <laughs> my partner over here, <laughs> has been at, um, has um, listed his address as yours. Just to let you know, we will be adding him to your auto policy effective May 1st, 2024. There is no action needed on your part unless this member should not be added to your policy. And the deadline to like provide them with a form back was 2-2. And, and even on the policy, it was like, I mean, on the letter, it was like, if you um, don't take action, please note that this may have an increase in your premium. Just, just no, nothing. And then the shitty thing about this form was, it was the options that you had to fill out didn't even have an option like this person has another policy through another company. It was like, does this person have another 
insert policy um, insurance here um, account or does this you don't know this person and I think the other one was like is he deceased or something like that like it was something like out of this world like option and I was like I literally had to cross out shit and was like this person has another policy under this insurance company do not add them or I'm going to drop your asses and I called them and they're like yep this is legit we're from Pennsylvania, so apparently PennDOT does this just random thing where they basically give your information to these insurance companies and they can just be like, oh, yeah, this person and this person and this person lives underneath this address, but only these two people are under the policy. And it's apparently completely fucking legal. I contacted my insurance agent, too, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, be glad you didn't get the previous person who lived here um on the letter because sometimes people get that and i'm just like what the fuck kind of world do we live in automated society now to clean that up a little bit so for those of you who are new to the show or just don't know yeah hannah and i we live together under the same roof we, i have we have separate apartment you know downstairs um and we only recently moved in so on the opposite side on my side of the store as hannah's calling and i could tell that Oh, somebody must have said that this can happen. I'm almost overturning furniture at this point. I was so he was furious. So I'm yelling, I'm cursing, and I do apologize to you. I didn't. You know, he, I, I think he that. even slammed his hand down on the counter. He was heated. Yeah, I. It's because I'm so against this. I don't like invasions of privacy, which I felt this was. So as this is going on, I'm running downstairs and I'm calling immediately my insurance company to find out if this is legal and yeah apparently it is i mean i don't know how many of you work in the insurance fields and all or probably saying oh yeah this is normal but to me it's not normal because i'm 53 i've been driving since like 16 i've had my own insurance i believe since like 18 years old and i've lived so many places and all but like the insurance people are saying it's the underwriters that are getting this information from the motor vehicle administration so that brings me into the next thing our information our personal information is being sold every single day and that supposedly is legal but if you step back and you look at the bigger picture this day and age how many times do we go like i know at work every day it's it's another video on you know computer safety internet safety protecting information protecting corporate information protect your own information don't give this out don't give that out but yet there are government agencies like the motor vehicle administration that's selling your information right out the back door that shit's in some fine print too it is like i'm gonna start <laughs> reading the fine print i'm gonna be that asshole they're like at, like if I have to have to sign an important document, I'm gonna be that bitch that sits there and reads that whole fucking document. It'll take me 20 minutes, and I don't even care. And there's nothing wrong with it because this is why we fail, and this is why these things are going on because we do just glance at the paper that's handed to us and we sign it and it's done. Everybody worried about TikTok, right? Everybody worried about these apps, you know, that are supposedly spying on you. Anytime you download one of these apps, look at all the permissions that it's asking for. You know, um, things that don't even need it, like, you know, your access to your camera, access to your microphone on an app that, you know, plays music. Why would they need access to your microphone? Why do they need access to your camera? But we just press accept, 
download and when we press accept we're accepting the terms and uses of that and there you go you're being spied on i don't know if it's my anxiety but every single app that i have that has like asks for photo access it's a pain in the ass but i'm really weird about that i don't know if it's i'm just like hyper safe or something like that but i'm like only selected photos so every time i want to update like upload a photo that's not under the select photos i have to like go through all the bullshit settings but that's just me i'm really really weird about that like i have a kid mm-hmm. and i'm like there's some nasty motherfuckers out there in the world so i'm really weird about that but mm-hmm. some people are just like clueless and i feel bad because nine times out of the ten you'll see like the elderly people who are just trying to you know be in with the trends and those are the people that you see get taken advantage of with mm-hmm. these settings or hey can we have access to this and they'll fall for those like periods pier- pyramid schemes and mm-hmm. shit like that yeah and but it's not just the only it's everybody because like we're all doing it every single day we're clicking accept 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 without reading anything and there are some people that sit back and say oh there's nothing to worry about we're doing it for you but yet here we're we're sitting and right here and we live through with something nothing we could do about it my name's being added to an insurance policy that i have nothing to do with i don't drive your cars i have nothing to do with your cars and the insurance company is like well this is to protect you in case i decide to say hey fuck you hannah i'm gonna go take your car and wreck it no 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 that's not protecting hannah that's not protecting me that's protecting the insurance companies. They're doing shit to cover their own asses. It has nothing to do with you. We pay for insurance for those specific reasons. And this is why so many people are driving around with no insurance, no driver's license. I think they're smarter because why go through all that? Why spend all that money? They never accept your claims. Just drive around with nothing. Why not? And that's what a lot of people are doing. And I almost come down to the point where I can see it. I don't sit and say, well, you're wrong anymore because of, you know, how life is now with this automation. Listen, I was like, let me just out of curiosity, like check in on that because I had emailed them a week ago today and they have not replied to me. Mm. So I think tomorrow they're going to get a nice friendly phone call from me to make sure that they received my Mm -hmm. professional very professional email that i sent them it was not nice yeah it wasn't and i appreciate that because it, it totally you know blew me away i just because oh, what it involved blew me, me away it, mm-hmm. it 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 was on fucking real i was like mm-hmm. is this legit like i was looking at it i was like this is this has got to be spam and then i like looked at the top and i was like this shit's legit that is my auto policy mm-hmm. number like there's no way but these freaking systems you got to be careful with that shit because just a couple days ago i get a phone call and it's some lady and she's like hi i'm calling from insert pharmacy name um and she has a really thick accent and um may i speak to justin and that's my husband so i'm like i'm his wife i have authorization and she like i can hear her clicking her keyboard she's like no no hipaa um you are not on this account and i was like is this about like my husband's medication because i don't have fucking time for this i've been he's overdue for this medication at this point in time and she's just giving me a really hard time and i literally was like you know what 
I need to speak to your supervisor. And she gets really silent. And I was like, you know what? That's what I fucking thought. I don't know how you knew that my husband is trying to get a prescription. But I can tell you right now that if you're a spammer, you're messing with the wrong one. (laughs) And I immediately hung up. And I called like the number that I was familiar with. And I was like, hey, like I just got this call. Like what's going on? And they're like, these spammers are getting so bad. So, like, with that being said, be careful out there because it is mm-hmm. fucking serious. Like, I'm glad that I didn't give, like, any personal information and everything like that. But I'm just like, this is the world we're coming to. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought up, like, you know, like, people getting so scammed and so easily. Like, just be so careful with your information. Even if a website's saying, yep, this is secure. Don't trust that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nothing secure anymore. You're giving your way. Mm-hmm. all of your information voluntarily at this point yeah and i can't even tell you how many times i have gotten letters in the mail from mortgage company from cell phone company even from health insurance companies hey like our system was attacked by this virus just letting you know that your information potentially may have been exposed and mm-hmm. stuff it's a scary fucking world it makes me think back like not think back i wasn't born mm-hmm. um, i don't know why i said that but it makes me think of times where things were on paper mm-hmm. right i love paper yeah my company's really big on being paperless mm-hmm. and like in system and we have a really great security system. You know, mm-hmm. I've been in my company for almost six years. We never had any issues or anything like that. But I love paper. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's secure, key, locking key. Mm-hmm. And no one knows your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that brings up a good point. I complained so hard. I love auto debit. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I fucking love that shit. I don't got to mm-hmm. worry about manually paying a bill every month. And when we moved in here... The sewer bill wasn't. The sewer bill was not auto debit, and I was so fucking pissed. I'm like getting <laughs> attitude with this lady on the phone. I was like, "It is 2023, lady. Like, what is going on?" And she's like, "Yeah." And now I actually, I'm like, "Oh my god, I got to go pay the sewer bill, and I have to write out a check, and mm-hmm. I can keep note of it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I do. Will I do it with all my other bills? No, because mm-hmm. my brain doesn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the sewer bill is quarterly, so it's not something I have to remember each month. But, right. you know, it's just one of those things that paper is just, I feel, safer. Yeah, in some ways it is. It's much safer because, like you said, you're, okay, you're, your company may not have had a breach yet. Yeah. You never know. Exactly. Because all these big companies get hit all the times. I, Christ, antivirus companies get hit, you know, with viruses. It's nothing is safe nothing is sacred but here's the weird thing because it's happened to me before and i'm sure it ha- you know it's happened to many people your credit card information gets stolen right you call up the uh credit card company you stop payments you, you know th- and you tell them okay well what's going to happen no oh, we're just going to issue you a new card okay but all of my data was taken mm-hmm my credit card number, my name, somebody's using my identity in some way, shape, or form now, and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. They'll just issue you another card. I I hate the fact that we are all, like, so big on, like, privacy acts and things like that, but, like, does that even fucking exist anymore? Because I don't think that it's right for companies to be able to sell your shit to third-party companies. Mm -hmm. I. That's like the biggest thing that I look at when if I like get into like a new service or anything like that. I always ask like that. I think like that's the 
first question I ask at this point in my life. I'm like, is my shit going to be sold to a third party company? Because mm-hmm. if so, this is a no go for me. Mm-hmm. Like I just switched my internet provider. And that was one of the first questions I asked. And they're like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And I was like, thank God, because I, I can't deal with that. Right. I have had probably multiple different emails in my lifetime mm-hmm. and i'm not that old mm-hmm. you know and it's because i'm so tired of like signing up for something and then canceling it but then they end up selling your information and then you just get re- you get over bombarded and overwhelmed by just spam emails from your shit getting sold mm-hmm. to these companies and it's bullshit because nine times out of the ten you're missing like important shit because you're just deleting all mm-hmm yeah, but you you hit on that whole privacy act and like and again we go back to that we're so so concerned with privacy and protecting data and doing but when there is a breach nobody gives a fuck at all. And I don't get that. I, I don't understand why we are trying to protect ourselves so much, but nobody's going after anybody. Nobody cares. The credit card companies do not care. Oh, your information's been stolen? Okay, we give you a new card. When that one gets stolen, we'll give you another one. To them, it's no big deal, which leads me to believe half the time when your credit card information is stolen, I believe it's the credit card companies themselves, the call takers, they have that access right there. They have your name, your date of birth, they have your credit card number, and you give it to them. Yeah, it's part of the security process. Who's to say they're not? Because most of these things are coming from overseas. They, you know, you don't know. They're not a local company. It's just some random people, most probably working from home. They got your information. Mm-hmm. They got your credit card. They got your date of birth, and then they go and they use it. Because I literally had a credit card that I never used, mm-hmm. and somebody had the information. Where else would it come from other than the credit card company? Yeah, it's an assumption, but I think it's a very good assumption. Exactly. Do you want to take this higher? <laughs> I was going to say, you want to bring up Taco fucking Bell? I, well, we can, yeah, because I was going to go higher. This is lower, but at the same time. I was going to say, let's do this, this Taco is, Bell yeah. quick before we go higher. Yeah. Fucking Taco Bell, man. <laughs> we are not really, we don't, we try to eat very healthy, but every mm-hmm. once in a while, we're like, fuck it. Let's have Taco Bell or let's have wings. Let's mm-hmm. have whatever. And so we're all like, yeah, like I'm having a horrible day. Gary's like, she's not having a horrible day let's have some taco bell and so we're trying to order this taco bell and he like runs down the stairs and i'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. is going on and i come down here like 15 minutes later and he's like huffing and puffing i'm like mm-hmm. what the hell is going on and what exactly it was something with like yeah i it's just i was using the app and again matter of convenience and yeah. guess what i do after i put an order in and all i delete the app from my phone he does he does yeah and then i re so i reinstall it it's still got my information because you know you got to set up a name and a password so i just placed an order in. it was for the entire family it was a big order um i just went downstairs grab my credit card right to put the credit card information in they want to take my money yeah. it wasn't well it wasn't first it wasn't taking the credit card so I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's not unheard of with me when it comes to credit cards. But I was like, okay, well, I can't get this in. And the stupid app was not accepting <clears throat> the card at all. So was not allowing me to place an order. Because all I wanted to do, matter of convenience, remember, I was talking about this. Use an app, go through a drive-thru, pick the shit up, bring it home so we could eat. I can't get the payment through. So I got this big order. 
I shut the phone down and I get online, figuring I got a bigger screen. I'm on the website and I'm doing it through there. It's not taking my shit again. And I'm in the fine print. <laughs> it will not accept orders bigger than $50. $50. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want my money. Now, yeah, but here's what was strange. I was $50.94. And it says drive through does not accept orders over $50. I was like, bullshit. Yeah, because like straight up, like <laughs> as a teenager, I probably have gone to Taco Bell with like 10 people and we've all ordered together and just scrapped up cash. And that shit was easily on it. Easily. Uh, you can't tell. But because I'm ordering online or through an app, I can't, use, I can't spend more than $50, which is just completely asinine so i literally we removed a taco <laughs> to bring it under 50 dollars. he was so fucking salty about that one oh, taco was. oh i was and it's just it's just the point of it again you get all my information i'm giving you all this i'm paying for the convenience of all this and all of a sudden you're telling me i can't spend money and i've been running it's not even so much taco bell i i don't have any examples more because it's just happened so often all of a sudden, people don't want your money anymore. Yeah. Businesses, companies, there's always something. Okay, well, here, I'll pay for it. Oh, no, no, no. We can't take money. What? Like, what do you mean? And companies that are just coming out and saying, oh, well, we can't do the work. Like, I don't know what's going on with society yeah, anymore. That whole situation, like, when we had the Taco Bell, we're like, you just ruined the taste of this fucking Taco Bell with I us. did. <laughs> it does. And that's, that's how furious i get that's why i don't like doing that mm -hmm. this is why i remove the apps from my phone yeah. right away if i have something i use it just me and i take even though they got my information they have it you know it's there they got all my information that's another big thing even if you ask them to delete your account they always have your fucking information they got your information hell yeah, yeah they do I mean, anybody who works in that field, you know that there's it's it's data. That's all it is. It's a database. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll remove the account, so now you don't have access to it. But they have your information. It's stored somewhere, and they because there's always requirements that oh my work is that like that. Yeah, they have to retain records for so long, and as long as you have all your security things in place. But there's nothing secure at all about yeah. that. If it's on the internet, if it's on electronic storage, it it's vulnerable and it's going to be taken away and let me take it to the next level let's go i don't know and again i've I watched so many documentaries in my life but i forgot the person who was spelling it out and i wish i could give credit you know where credit is due so i'm just going to kind of give the cliff notes of it you have a smart microwave it's connected to the internet i do and they have smart refrigerators that are connected to the internet I don't have one of those right but salty these things are out there okay and you could have an entire kitchen every appliance can connect to the internet now this person was talking about and this is the next level and in case you're thinking it's a conspiracy don't tell me that because this is actually happening let's say somebody has a medical condition let's say me your husband diabetes right mm -hmm. insurance companies tell you you know they're the ones paying for the medications how easy is it to data mine stuff when you, everything's connected to you and everything you buy let's say you bought chocolate milk you bought some candy and all this other stuff you're not supposed to be eating when you're diabetic well what is that smart refrigerator doing scanning barcodes yeah and it's storing data 
as far as what it is you're buying. So they're automatically assuming you're consuming this. So when an insurance company turns around and says, well, we're not paying for this med, where do you think that information is coming from? Mm -hmm. They're data mining everything that you do within your own household and you don't even realize it. So even if you're not buying that, let's say you are a diabetic and you're not buying that stuff for yourself or whatever, that's just going into the system. Not me thinking about my smart microwave. 90% mm -hmm. of that microwave is used for a <laughs> bottle of fucking soy milk for my two-year-old um, or Chef Boyardee. Right. But now... The government's like, this bitch, <laughs> this bitch. Well, then on a smaller level, though, if that's all you're using it for, direct ad marketing. Yeah. How many ads would you start seeing on coupons for a soy milk now all of a sudden? Here we go. And I'm going to get off of this podcast and there's going to be a soy milk ad on my and, phone. I, and listen, where do you think this stuff comes hey John, from? how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's my FBI agent, everyone. <laughs> That's where we failed as a society. The convenience, everything connected. It's wonderful. Yeah. But let's take yourself off the grid. Let's go back to Little House on the Prairie days. I love that show. Uh, I love that life. I am at a point in my life connected spiritually to the outdoors i don't want to be on the grid i don't like it um i'll be the first to tell you there's things i like i like having the internet i think being connected is good if you're using it the right way hey you know it's good but we've gone too far to where it's no longer protecting our privacy and our privacy is being sold each and every day to major corporations, which also in turn goes to governments because a lot of major corporations have contracts with governments. And it goes all the way up to pharmaceuticals. It goes all the way up to doctors and all in your condition. And everybody can spy on you because they know what you're eating. They know if you're working out. They know if you're not working out. How many people are buying treadmills and they're all connected to the internet and they know exactly what you know where you stand physically because we're giving away way too much information mm -hmm. way too much personal stuff um and you're right too like with cameras access to cameras and all yeah who's watching who's listening listen i i don't know if i want to bring this up hold on okay so it wasn't me but i had a co-worker this is pre-covid and there was someone in our IT department who I guess had like a small thing for her. And it was when I first started and I sat with her and I'm just not going to give names because um, mm -hmm. I don't know if she listens to this. Um, and like I said, this person was in IT. He's no longer at my company, but I was like, hey, um, my mom does that. Um, and it was she had a sticky note on her camera. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, um, I had this weird experience and I was like, oh, what happened? And she's like, so you might want to do the same. She's like, I had this IT guy listed his name. And one time he reached out to me and like we had Skype business at the time or whatever. And he was like, hey, just to let you know, like you looked really good today. She does not recall seeing him, nothing of the sort. So she was like, I think he tapped into my camera because mm -hmm. he's with our IT department. You know, it's our camera. Like. And she was like, and ever since then, I've just been like really uncomfortable. So she keeps a sticky note on her camera. And now I understand why people did that because I was a very close-minded person at one time. Mm -hmm. And like, even with my mom, I was like, mom, you're weird. Like, why do you do that? And now you will catch me. Like I have a webcam for when I have to do Zoom meetings for my work. And 
I, when I'm done, I just flip my camera up so it just stares at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but, hey, what else we have, right? Smart TVs. Mm -hmm. They've been, I know it's it's been proven, like, they actually get in through there and that's where a lot of the ads come from. Yeah. So, listening. So, and whatever then, you're talking about, it's going in somewhere and somebody's hearing this. Yeah. And even a step farther, which is, like, creepy. And I don't even like to talk about this because... It just creeps me out. Um, I have the heebie-jeebies right now. Um, the stories that you hear about people's ring cameras getting hacked mm -hmm. is the most disturbing shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Or baby monitors baby getting monitors hacked. Baby monitors hacked. And it's a very easy hack to do. It's nothing impossible. Um, I was... The reason I have not... Because I know we're talking about getting, you know cameras for around the house here but i would get something in a closed system because i started looking at so many of these webcams you know this way you can monitor for instance but every one of them goes through a third party they do and this is why i have not bought any exactly me too i've been doing extensive research and i think and someone can correct me if i'm wrong here send me a message or whatever i think wise w y z e is one of the only companies that I've read that does not go through third party. They are direct mm -hmm. and that's it. But all the other ones are mm -hmm. like, mm, yeah, we go all through this party, person, yeah. we go through this person, you have to sign up for this and you have to sign up mm -hmm. for that. And I'm like, no, this is a no-go for me. Yeah. And even the ones that may be direct doesn't mean they can't be hacked. Exactly. So this is why I like a closed system, something mm -hmm. that where the cameras are just hardwired right to a recording device that you have access to and yes. it's not connected to the internet. It sucks because you would like to view what's going on remotely. A, yeah. But again, that's when third party. So a third party is looking at what you're looking at. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to have any access to any of the cameras. That's why I'm really <laughs> weird about like indoor cameras. Like I have mm -hmm. a hardwired um, baby cam like that you just like have to plug in in order to use the little thing to it. It's Bluetooth or whatever, I guess. Mm -hmm. Which can um, be hacked. Yeah. Can it be hacked? I certainly can. Bluetooth is the easiest. I don't know to if hack. that's Bluetooth. I don't know how that works with those. I guess it would have to be, but it's not. It, there's not like a Bluetooth button. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just radio transmitted, which can be hacked. Yeah, very and then but as I well. yeah. So I don't know. See, yeah. it freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, shit. What am I going to use now? I'm going to just use FaceTime or something like that, and just <laughs> FaceTime myself from an <laughs> iPad. Yeah, I. I Shit, that can be hacked. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm done. Everything can be... This is where we need to realize everything you say, do, is monitored. We've gotten to the point where we're so comfortable with it. I mean, because what are you going to do? Just stop talking? But again, everything. I want to bring up real quick, before we shut it down, um, electric cars. Mm. Mm -mm. Um, electric cars, okay, whatever your stance is on them, is a different Hard thing pass. with it. Yeah. They're all electronic, every single bit of them. And there's ways to, again, putting your credit card information in there. This way, when you pull up to the charging station and automatically start. I know in communist countries, you know, they do, you know, very similar things. So it's already happening, but it's going to get to the point you post something on Facebook that somebody didn't like, government don't like it, they shut down your car. You can't that drive. in the movie. Well, you Where see, the but, cars took huh? over or like just started driving themselves and like <laughs> locking the people in. I would much rather that, but this is your it's, own, it, yeah. where you could be shut down. 
And when we give all of our information, they have all of our credit card information, all of our bank information, one press of a button locks you out of every dollar you ever made in your life because something you said that somebody didn't like. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, I've noticed like a lot of people lately have been talking about buying gold or mm -hmm. taking their money out of banks. Mm -hmm. Yep. Gold is a better currency because it's, you know, it's just... Gold it's is worth gold, as well. yeah. yeah, but it's also something that you know you could always have and use. But banks are now there's no such thing really as cash anymore because we're going to that cashless society. It's just electronic figures and numbers. Yeah, it's turned on, turned off, real easy, remotely. You're locked out. You don't have a yeah. dime anymore, or you do, but you just don't have access to it. Yeah. It's a very scary concept, and some people are probably shaking their heads. I can't believe it, but it's happening. I mean, you and I, like I said, we experience something on a very small scale that probably some people say, oh, yeah, that's perfectly legal. They're doing that because of blah, blah, blah. Until it happens to you and you realize you, you know, you're it's like, an invasion of privacy. Yeah. You know, there's no reason I should be paying for somebody else's, you know, to be on my policy when they never, you know, even if this is a separate apartment and you're a landlord, you shouldn't be, I shouldn't be on your policy. Yeah automatically like that it's and for them to get your name and remember too they got my name simply because i believe it was in december early december i renewed my registration on my car mm -hmm. so that's when it triggered that whole thing yep. and the underwriters got it PennDOT sold it oh look the names and they match it up your name the address matches oh they're all living under the roof good we'll add him right to the insurance policy because your mother never got added. Yeah. But her car didn't come up for renewal yet. <laughs> we'll have fun with that letter. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to wrap, before we go, I wanted to wrap up. I want to actually remind people, like, we're not talking about this and we don't want people to live in fear. We want people mm -hmm. to live their life, you know, day by day. Don't live in fear. Don't let these agencies and everything win. But just be more cautious and careful with your information. That's it. Be careful. Be mindful. Keep an open, you know, mind to all this stuff. Try to get things in place and understand that this is what we are heading to. We're so far into it right now, so far, and I think it's just more awareness than anything else. Yeah, try not to live in fear. Live your life. Be happy, but understand. Be very careful with your information. Yeah. Anyways, I want everybody to please go to our website, eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co. We have so much stuff there. I'm going to get a little bit more into the blogs as well. Um, I'm trying to stay away from Facebook as much as I can, or at least I'm going to be there because we're starting to do lives on Facebook. I'm trying to open up a little bit more and branch out. I just don't want to sit there and do all the posts anymore. It just gets so ridiculous because the algorithms don't promote anything. But if you do follow us on Facebook, look out for our lives. I think if we get more viewership, we might do a few of them because it's a lot more interactive. Yeah. Um, Pod, I love that. Yeah, and Podbean has um a live thing too as well where we could broadcast live and we're going to try that out soon we're just going to try some new things out um got some excited shows coming for you guys for march and mm -hmm. thank you for joining us in february it's been a good month mm -hmm. yeah it has been but i was going to touch on uh, oh. month of march because it uh, i really want people to start tuning in a little bit more because like i said we're going to focus our podcast on real life real life issues uh and i think hannah's gonna really reach out I, yeah next month you're gonna hear a lot of my voice mm -hmm. 
and I'm looking for it because I really think she's lived through some things that some people really would relate to. And I always appreciate when Hannah just talks about this stuff. It's difficult for her. It is. I'm not going to lie, you know, with your anxiety and all, the fact that you're able to do this and the fact that you want to do this, I, my hat's off to you. And I think a lot of people are going to appreciate that too as well. So yeah, definitely tune into those shows. We'll let you know when they're coming up. Stay on our website, eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co for whenever they come up. Uh, you'll be notified, so sign up for the email notifications on there too as well. Um, but anyway, we appreciate every single one of you out there in the audience. We appreciate the listens, and we'll definitely be back for our next show. Yeah, and, talk and soon. We, yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs>